0: we welcome Chief Growth Officer and President at Perfect Corp, Wayne Liu.
1: Hi, Christine, how are you?
0: Good, how are you doing today? Pretty good. This is very exciting. I mean, we spoke two years ago and so much has happened since then for you, for Perfect Corp. I finally get to put out there direct from you what's happening with, with Perfect Corp. So what I'd like to do is start with your background. How do you find your background and your experience at a company such as NVIDIA helping you lead the company now? Obviously, it's a tech, but when you're dealing with retail, there's a bit of a nuance to it, let's say, to other industries.
1: Yeah, actually, I think that's a good question. And also, looking at my background, it's uh, also pretty diversified. I didn't really plan for that, but it just happened. You know, I started uh, with the engineering. I, I did uh, engineering, you know, in the in the school. And I guess I generally, I like get curiosity. I'm very curious about lots of things. So, um, you know, engineering is a good start point. And then also getting to NVIDIA is really a good place where I can uh, put what I learned from school and get into the action. But at some point in time, and NVIDIA is a, building the GPU. It's a building blocks for many, many things. As, as I said, my curiosity extended. I really want to know how and where and what people use the uh, NVIDIA's technology, so I get into actually software. So because that's a good place to, to learn how uh, people using the, the technology. And then the, I happen to um, you know work at the CyberLink, which actually uh, is the same company funded by Alice, is our co-founder. So that's why I I was there. I learned how the software works, and also started with my uh, business development, you know, the career. So then that's how I started. I met Alice there and then uh, we get this perfect cop together. After a couple of years, that we work in the CyberLink.
0: Coming from hardware to software to solving a problem. And that's what you're doing today. Why was the flag planted as it was and, and going into beauty first?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's many places we can use our technology but again, you need to find a place where people really need your technology. It's, it's not something like a good to have. So actually, about like a seven years ago, at that time, you know, augmented reality is still relatively new to many people. But we see like if a people, especially the female, the the, the customer, if they can try something, they can try something effortlessly. They can try digitally, they can try this uh, makeup in the app, in the website or in the store, effortlessly, you don't need to like uh, put the makeup and clean up and put it again. I believe, and we believe, there will be a huge opportunity. However, that's a challenge there because you are not doing something just to, like create a future. You create something which is true to real. If, you know, I always say that if you didn't make uh, this uh, augmented reality makeup real, it won't make up, it will make down. So you make, people will try it and then they will left. So that's why I guess seven years ago, we do see the opportunity. If you can let people try, the more they try, the more they buy. And also we make the shopping experience. Uh, it's more like a, a fun, a playful experience. So that's how we started. And then the, we fortunately we have this technology who can do the augmented reality. i very like in the, in, we call the true to real, very realistically. So that's how we started. And of course we test our market and then, then it become the part of the history.
0: So the, the components of success are first, the technology has to actually work and in, improve the experience.
1: Yes, improving the shopping experience because especially for the makeup, you have to try. yeah the only way you can try is that you see something uh, the real product, you go to the store and try it. But if you don't have that and especially you know at that time you know the millennial Gen Z, everybody get to the, the mobile phone. And people like to do digital things, right? So if you don't do, if you don't go to the store, how do how do you get the the experience? So that's why the virtual try on is really the one people can use.
0: So essentially, it it started the beauty kind of try unbox try on get ready with me started on YouTube, and then people wanted to immediately sort of test on their own selves, and they could use your technology at home. And they could also also use it in the stores. But that was seven years ago. That was five years ahead of the ultimate test, which, of course, was the pandemic, where everybody needed this digital technology to go from from true to real or, or whatever that journey was. And I'm sure at that point, it exponentially grew your reach.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah
0: i know we don't need to dwell in beauty you've moved on from that because as you said there's many different applications for this
1: yeah so beauty that's where we started we start with the uh, makeup and then later of course uh, some of our customers they do have a hair They say, can you try hair so of course hair actually is getting difficult because the hair this is a, a very different like a different texture and also sometimes mixed with the background but again, you know, our R&D people, our engineers get this thing handled. So we get into the hair and then once you get into a hair and our customers start asking, how about skin? Can you do something about skin? So that's how we start with the skin care. A skincare their approach is very different because it's not really try on. It's a more like a, a diagnostic. So that's why we start getting the, to, to, the, to using AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning to learn how your skin look like and do recommendation. And then last year we are getting to, of course, uh, just we call the fashion tech, which is accessory that opened up definitely a new, new world for us. But again, some of our customer actually, especially some of these the big fashion house, they own both makeup and the fashion. So that's why lots of ask is driven by our customer. They post a challenge to you. So can you do this? And we said yes, let's try it. And then we make things happen.
0: Yeah, I saw your discussion at South by Southwest this year where you talked about getting skincare into the, the technology. I would never guess that AI would actually contribute to improving a skincare journey. Can you tell us a little more about that?
1: Yeah, so that's why that's that's a gradual process. It's not like you get into AI and then you start suddenly magic thing happen. No, it's a it's a series of hard work and understand how things work. Because first is uh, you need to understand the skin. Understand skin is heavily related to the computer vision. You have to be able to read the skin right. Then after you read the skin, you have need to have the knowledge to analyze it. But we are a technology company. We don't really have the knowledge on the skin all these uh, skin, different types, different concern. So that's why I think it's, again, important we work with our customer, our customer um, trust us. For example, as company, and also we work with a company like a Neutrogena, Johnson & Johnson will build this trust and they are willing to share some of their expertise and sort of guide us. We have a technology, they have an expertise. So we work together to build this uh, skincare with all the expert system. So once you have the AI, the machine learning, then we start to expand, expand, expand. So when you find a system that works, you start to uh, repeat that system. You get into the more we call concern, right? In, initially, we only have a four concerns. Right now, we can identify like a 16 different concern from your scheme. So I guess that's, that's a process in the past uh, three, four years. We're just building this process.
0: You mentioned some of your clients. And are you white-labeled with them? Are they identifying your company?
1: Yeah, so we are, pre, we are SaaS model software as a service. So we create a, the core engine, for example, makeup try on, and then we, we, we push this engine into a different channel. For example, if a customer A they want to have the virtual trial in their website. So we can provide an API or provide a SDK for them to put into a website. They license our technology and then on our technology, some of like a, the look and feel is customizable. So even the two different companies license the same technology, but when they pres- uh, present this to their customer, like their customers see different things because uh, they can customize the AI, the, the UI and UX on top of our technology.
0: Right, I guess what I'm getting at is the accuracy of the experience for each of the diff- uh, different your customers B2B is better than others because they're using perfect corp my question is would the end user b2b to c say they use perfect corp so i'm going to try on at that site uh because they know that you're the technology behind it is there yeah. that level of awareness or not really in no that i
1: guess for the b2b business you know we have a two type of business one is a b2c another one is b2b for the b2b actually we do license so when SC Louder, the brand, right? If you go to SCLauder.com, you try the makeup, you really don't see us. You see our technology is working, but you see SC Louder, the brand's uh, DNA. Uh, you see that it's Lauder. But if you go to like a NARS, even NARS and uh, the, the Lauder, they are using pretty much the same engine from us. The AR, the accuracy is, is, is pretty much the same. But when you go into a uh, NARS, you see NARS, uh, you see NARS uh, brand. And if you go to the some of the retailer, right, so we, we work with the Alta, right? So if you go to Alta, you don't see us, you see the brand. So that's pretty much the B2B business, yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess um, just to drive the point home is it's, do you remember when Intel decided to put on everything powered by Intel? It was a chip and it, they did this campaign where they no longer wanted to be just kind of uh, behind the scenes. They pulled back the curtain. Even on, as you recall, on the laptops, it would say, I guess on Dell um, and HP. Intel inside. Um, and I'm asking because the analogy is powered by Perfect Corp. You know that the try on experience will be excellent because it's powered by Perfect Corp. I think that this technology outside of you guys is, you know, it's hit or miss, it's not always great. But if you know it's by Perfect Corp, you know it will be great. So you'll do it. So you'll yeah. try it and you'll go there. Yes. We have some really great clients. Any others you can tell us? Yeah,
1: so we are continue to do innovation. You know, we will definitely have a lot of things to come in. And then, of course, uh, this year start with the, all the fashion fashion tech try And also we get into, uh, we do announcement on the an N- NFT. So our NFT will be different from the the so-called, so-called uh, NFT So that's something, you know, we will continue doing the innovation and also expand the partnership, of course, uh, not only for the brand, but we also expand the partnership. So for example, we work with Google, Facebook, Snap. So we want this uh, experience, the virtual trial experience to be more like a unified experience. So if you try this uh, in the brand's website, it will be similar to try on the, the Instagram and or Google Snap.
0: I see. Yes, of course, I wanted to hear and I checked out your NFTs and digitization of assets and Metaverse. And I'm really eager to discuss that. So what can you share? Yes.
1: Yeah, so for Metaverse, we believe the Metaverse is really a natural evolution of the web technology, so-called Web 3, right? So because the Web 1 is a connect data information, Web 2 connect people. And then web3 start connect location and many other things because as the the platform the technology getting very powerful that particular web can accommodate more product into that so we believe metaverse is a really it's something it's not a hype it's just a natural it's an evolution it's a trend so having said that what's important about web3 is that we think the digital good and digital ownership is important right so people get into metaverse they not only just get there and play they can also own something and F- NFT because the uniqueness and then the ownership, that's really the ideal or say the technology to be in the metaverse. So metaverse plus NFT, I guess it will be the next uh, big trend. And then for our perspective, we think NFT, if NFT need to be sustained longer, I mean the get into the trend, it's not only just a piece of work, art can be collect. It has to be something can be used. We call the a utility value, right? So if you just collect a, a NFT, I think that's fine. But at some point in time, people probably get a little bit tired about just collecting an NFT. So what we are having here is a try-on. It's an NFT which you can carry, you can use. So for example, if the you create a look, right? Makeup artist create a look, a very beautiful look. It's an art. It's a work, work of art. So you can collect it how about you can actually enable it you can try it with you and then at some point in time if you want to play game in the metaverse you can wearing that with you so that's what we are um, talk about the so-called wearable or utility type of made the nft or for example if you are a luxury brand so you have a jewelry like an earring and people can purchase that earring in the store and then See, imagine that if people can uh, purchase exactly the same thing, true to real, exactly the same digital goods in the metaverse as an NFT, and they can carry that, right? Just like uh, you go to the go to shopping, right? You carry a bag, you carry a jewelry, same thing. If you can carry that, you can wear that virtual jewelry when you in the metaverse, right? So that's, it's going to uh, be a very different experience. So that's why that's why we are heading to. We try to create not only just NFT, but the NFT which can be used, can be carried, can be wear.
0: Right now, is this your own, like, how do I want to say it? P- platform, or are you also having that be available to the brands as well? So if they yes. want to. Have you build it for them? You are including that. It's an option.
1: So for now, the technology actually is a it's a platform agnostic. It means if a brand A they if they have a preferred platform, we can create this one in the their preferred platform. Right now, the first try we did this in is on the Open Sea because it's one of the most popular one. So yeah, because the technology is kind of like a neutral, we can create this one in the brands. Uh, website, or we can create this NFT in the different platform.
0: So let's talk about the interchangeability of Web3, Metaverse, NFT, and then of course, blockchain. They're all the infrastructure or the different ways of ownership and participation, socialization in Web3. So if NFT is thing, Metaverse to me is place. What about Metaverse?
1: yeah so that's uh, interesting because when we look at the metaverse, actually it's a uh, very simple we we see this uh, as a three layer. very first one is uh, called the portal layer. It's uh, where the company build up and, uh, the metaverse, which is the place a uh, company like uh, uh decentralized land right the rope they build a verse they build a universe and also another we call technology level, which the company probably like uh, Nvidia. And this company, they provide a very fundamental infrastructure to sustain the, the metaverse. So in between, we call the technology level. That's where the company like us, we provide the thing for people they can bring into the metaverse, they can play, or maybe uh, some kind of a hardware. But well, we are not doing the hardware. But that in that layer, the technology company provides the components and essential things for people can be. You know, play or carry in the metaverse. So that's why we define ourselves at the data layer, which is in the middle. Same thing as the web two, right? So we are not building the e-commerce side. We are not building the the cloud infrastructure. We are the one who provide the virtual triumph for people can um, enjoy experience in the web two. So basically, we still you know it's the same same strategy. We are not building the infrastructure. We are not building the the, verse, the universe, we are the one to provide the technology, the thing for you to be able to, to enable you in the metaverse.
0: Are you sort of going to position yourself as an available vendor and source for creating these things? Because there's a yes. lot of people building places, and basically you would be one of the people building things.
1: So if the player in the metaverse, they become a the creator, They need to have some some kind of shop for them to build something, right? So then they can come to potentially, we are not there yet, but potentially they can come to Perfect Corp and try to build something, and then they can carry in the metaverse. So that's something we are actually looking at. We also work with some of the partners in the very early stage to make sure uh, the technology works, and that's something they are looking at. The wearable NFT is ready because we announced publicly. So that one is already. So you can yeah. purchase. Yeah.
0: But being able for a creator to go to you to be interactive and building on your with you is not ready yet. You can buy finished. Uh, yeah. goods. You can buy finished goods, right? Yes. Got it. Sounds great. And you must think it's going to be big because your core your core business basically extrapolating from your core business and your core business is growing like crazy and you have tons of growth there. As you said, you're getting into fat, fashion as well.
1: Yeah, so fashion is, a, I'll say that's a very a natural extension of the beauty. However, technology wise is very different. For example, for the beauty, it's pretty much what we call shoulder and above is a head, and then to recognize to do facial recognition or kind of thing, it's a, it's not easy, but at least you know your face, you do have that we call the feature point, the landmark. You have eyes, you have an eyebrow for you for for the engine to recognize it, and then to analyze it. However, once you get into a fashion, for example, you get into the hands, it's not something like a feature point or landmark. So you have to use a very different technology. What we are using here, we call physical base rendering. It's pretty much, we treat the hands as a reflection, the, the reflection object. And we analyze all the, the light movement and all the lighting reflection to trace the hands. So basically um, that's a very different technology, but we, we, we just announced that we, we have this uh, called the AI, AI hands. So basically that's a technology we, which we trace hence then we can put lots of different application for example watches braces even the nail so that's why you know
0: this was a very needed thing because of covid which only added fuel to the fire because if you're good at it it will continue to grow and be needed what is your opinion on on that on the growth of it
1: yeah beauty is a big market beauty is big market However, uh, beauty is also makeup and skincare. It's, as I said that they consider beauty, but they are very different. For the makeup, also pretty much you work with all the big brands already that they they have a pretty significant market share. We also work with some of the indie brand, so we will continue getting to that and then for the makeup try on, right now is you it become a must it become a must for the beauty company. It, you know we just uh, talked to uh, some of the executive uh, from the beauty company that says uh, if you don't have a virtual try-on, you are not in the beauty business. So I guess that's really good for us, you know, that, that become an essential part. So that one will continue working on that. And also just beside virtual try-on, we are adding to new components. For example, we do the AI face recognition, I mean, the analyst, analyze it. We not only give you try, we try to give you a, a recommendation, like what's the best look for you. We, we act more like a makeup artist. And then uh, based on that concept, we also uh, we just uh, announced we have this uh, you tutorial, which is not only just uh, for you to try on, but teach you virtually how can you create that look. So, yeah, we announced that. And also you will see a couple of uh, brand is going to launch this uh, later this year. Okay, so teach customer virtually like where you should put what and then uh, use uh, which brushes. Right. So just to recreate that look. So that's adding, that's help us to, we call the, you know, upsell our technology, because if you do virtual trial you already have a virtual trial what's the next? And also for the skincare, as I said, huge market, probably three times, three times larger than the color makeup. But that market is, a, is a different because it's a very it's different segment. They have a brand, they have a pharmaceutical brand, which they, they use in the more like a medical field. And then you also have a, like a medical spa, salon owner, dermatologist. They also potentially can be a customer. So that you know, we, we need to see the skincare market a little bit different from the makeup. But yeah, as I said, in general, beauty is a huge market. And plus right now this uh, fashion, is, we start with the uh, so-called uh, jewelry, um, watch, eyewear. So we start with that and we'll see. Yeah, collectively big market. Yeah, but we just need to get the, the, the product right and then get a good customer experience.
0: How much of your business is B2B versus B2C?
1: What yeah, have- so roughly revenue-wise, it's about, I will say, uh, 70% is on the B2B and 30% is on the B2C.
0: And are you interested in growing the B2C side?
1: I think the focus is on the B2B, I'll say that, the investment and everything. And then B2C is still, because we have a pretty big platform, which is a UK Makeup, we'll make sure we take good care of our B2C customer. That experience is different. They get into the UK Makeup app. They are trying to, you know, get some fun experience. So we'll continue doing that. But in general, the focus is on the B2B side. We'll continue to grow the B2B
0: and i think it's amazing and i congratulate you thank Um, you
1: in the past especially past three years we get this uh, so-called flywheel rolling gradually gradually right now it has the momentum
0: yeah that's great well i'm i'm very happy for you and i'm so happy thank you
1: for your trust and uh, support right you always uh, support us you know
0: big cheerleader from the side yeah
1: thank you yeah so it's a It's been a pleasure to be in this uh, journey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's great. All right.
0: Thanks so much. Bye, Wayne. Bye.
1: Bye.